Welcome to the Thrive Marriage Lab with Restory Counseling, where we help you explore the why behind the what. Because guess what? We believe that your marriage is not a problem to be solved, but a mystery to be explored and enjoyed. We believe that the more you explore and know your story, the deeper your marriage connection will be. This podcast is now the audio version of our new YouTube channel, Thrive Marriage Lab, where each week you can expect us to help you cultivate connection and belonging without the fixing and tips and common things you often hear in the marriage space. So find us on YouTube or listen in. Hey guys, and welcome to today's video. Today, I'm going to give you some very clear understanding of what the therapeutic separation is and what it is not and help you think through, is this something that my spouse and I actually need to do at this point in our relationship, or are there some other avenues for us to pursue? Welcome to the Thrive Marriage Lab. My name is Chris Bruno, and I'm a licensed professional counselor and the founder of Restory Counseling. And together with my wife, Beth, and our colleague, Tracy Johnson, we post videos to help you understand the why behind the what. Because we believe that when you explore and know your story, the deeper your marriage connection will be. So hopefully you've seen my previous video about therapeutic separation and what it is, and maybe a little bit more understanding of how it's different from a separation. So today I want to talk about some real clarity around what therapeutic separation involves. And there are three primary elements that I would say every therapeutic separation needs to have. There's going to be variety and what that looks like and and some specifics around your life, your family, uh, your needs, those kinds of things. But these three elements really need to be part of every therapeutic separation in order for it to be therapeutic and not just a separation. So the first thing that is necessary is that both partners need to agree that this is what we're going to do. You might not be super excited about that idea, but as I said in the previous video, that a therapeutic separation is unto the healing of the marriage, unto the healing of the relationship, that there is a therapeutic aspect of it that we are going to do some work in order for us to come back together again. And in order for that to happen, both partners need to say, yes, this is something that we're going to do. If one if one partner, for example, just says, uh, you know, hey, I really want to do this, and the other partner is like, yeah, I'm not interested, then you can't actually do the work of bringing things back together again. You actually have to both agree that a therapeutic separation is the direction that you're going to go. So that's kind of the first element, but around that first element is this, that you need a therapeutic separation document, that what it is, is very clear and understood. Now, in a marriage that's been going on for a while, that might feel really formal and might feel like, oh, that's way over the top. We don't need a contract. We don't need whatever. But but I find it really helpful that especially when both partners are agreeing that they know what they're agreeing to, uh, there's really a lot of clarity around what we are agreeing to. And if we're going to document that out so that uh, right from the beginning, we know what is uh, what the parameters are, what the expectations are, what the timeframes are, all those kinds of things so that we can agree to, uh, to this. Sometimes in a marriage, uh, especially that has come to the place of needing a separation, agreeing to something is actually the first step, right? It's the first step because so far it's been so many dis- disagreements, so many challenges that if you can say, yes, I actually want to work together 
uh, towards uh, the healing of our marriage, that is really a great place to start. It's actually a great place for hope to begin to live again. And so uh, agreeing together around a document is the first element of a therapeutic separation. What it is that you are exactly agreeing to. Okay, so then the second thing is that inside that document, there is some real clarity around uh, two main categories of things. All right, so first, make sure you have the document. Second is the, the, the two main categories of things. The first category is a time frame, real logistical kind of things with regard to a time frame, what happens with money, what happens with the living situation, what happens with kids if you have kids. So those, those four main things, what's going to happen in each of those four main areas of logistics for the separation, make sure that those things are clear. So for example, a couple may have, you know, a house with a basement. Uh, does somebody move into the basement in order to create space? Who, when, for how long does, uh, does that, that partner that moves into the basement, do they ever move back upstairs and you switch what, what is happening in that? Or does someone move out to a different apartment for a short time? Where and how uh, is that going to work? What happens financially in order to support that other apartment or house or wherever you're going to live? What happens with the vehicles? What happens with income that you know is, is, a, is happening during the time of separation? Make sure that that's really, really clearly laid out uh, so that you know, okay, so on Sunday to Wednesday, he's going to be in the basement. And then Wednesday to Saturday, she's going to be in the basement. Or, or uh, this is what's going to happen when we have money come in. We're going to still you know, live as if we did before with the same checking account. Or maybe you need to actually switch to having two different checking accounts. It kind of depends on the issues that you're facing in your marriage, right? So make sure that you have the logistics set in that first section of the document. The living situation, uh, the financial situation, uh, the location of things, uh, and then also what's happening with the kids. So that is, uh, is those four main things. I will add one fifth thing to that. And that is, uh, how long is the therapeutic separation going to go? What are the markers in time that you are putting forth and agreeing to with one another of what's going to happen? Because an unending marriage, uh, you know, therapeutic separation is not therapeutic. It's actually just a long-term separation. You need to know like, okay, after 30 days, after 60 days, after 15 days, after 10, after two, what, what are the markers that you actually are going to need in order to uh, do the work that you feel like you need to do? So the logistics of money and place and time and all those kinds of things. And then also, like I said, just in, in the time frame of how long is this therapeutic separation going to go on? Uh, and then what are some specific markers that you're going to put where you'll kind of come back and reevaluate? Is this helpful? Are things happening? Is it not happening? What's going on? Is it healing my heart towards you? Those kinds of things. So first is have a document. First section of the document is those logistics. And then the third element of a therapeutic separation is some real clarity around what is the therapy that's a part of the separation? What is it that you're working on? What specific books are you going to be reading? What specific uh, counselors are you going to be seeing individually and or together? Uh, what is some of the initial work that needs to happen for each of you individually so that you can know, like, I'm going to be working on XYZ. You're going to be working on ABC. Here's some real clarity around 
what is the therapy that the part of the separation, if you don't clarify that from the beginning, that you don't actually, there's nothing going to be worked on in the process of the separation. You need to really kind of ante up and say, Hey, this is where, this is what I'm going to work on. And here's what you're going to work on. And here's what you can expect of me. And here's what I can expect of you. That creates the space of, as I said before, the hope to really rise, to say, Hey, we're going to be working on these things. This is not just a, a long period of time where we're taking a break from each other, but these are the actual things that we're going to be working on uh, kind of a syllabus, if you will, of X, Y, Z, here's what I'm going to be doing. And here's what you're going to be doing. Uh, that is super, super important because back to those markers that I was talking about, when you do your check-ins over time, the 30, 60, 90 days, however long you're going to be doing this therapeutic separation, you need to be able to have some measure of, are things moving along? How many times have you gone to see your counselor? Have you read that book? What, uh, what about that podcast? Do you think you need to have some markers so that you can have a sense of growth, right? When you think about a garden uh, and you're cultivating a garden, you want to make sure that when you're watering the garden and fertilizing the garden, the plant is actually growing. Well, in the same way, you want to make sure that the, the places that need to grow inside of you individually are growing so that you can actually come back together in a different way than you were before. If those things aren't laid out clearly, then you're just going to come back together and they're just going to be the same as they were before because there's no guarantee that you're actually working to grow, to become the person, to become the spouse that you actually want to be and need to be in order for the marriage to heal. So those are the three kind of main categories that are in a therapeutic separation document. That document that needs to really clearly lay those things out. Both spouses need to agree to that document. And then the final thing that I would say is that what are the, the actual connections? What are the moments that you're going to have conversations? How are you going to, are you going to go out on dates to work on some of these things? Are you going to spend 30 days and then still start going out on dates? How are you going to have the interaction back together? If you are living in different places, for example, how are you going to talk about where you've been? How are you going to talk about the work that you're doing? How are you going to know what the other spouse is doing in order for you to kind of check in and make sure that there's progress being made in the marriage relationship back together again. So uh, make sure all those things are lined out in the document, sign it for one another so that there is a sense of like officializing this, making it actually a thing between the two of you. Uh, and then uh, begin, begin, make sure that you are set with how things are going. You guys, uh, the next video, I'm gonna talk a little bit more about what does it look like for kids in the midst of a therapeutic separation. Uh, so stay tuned for that video and I will see you there. If you like this, there's more where that came from. Go to Thrive Marriage Lab on YouTube to check out all of the marriage resources we have for you. We are so committed to helping you develop a deeper and more connected relationship that we have created 12 free curated date guides to walk you through one year of good dates that we believe take you beyond your average date night to the kind of connection you really want. So head over to restory.life slash thrive dash dates, or just look in the show notes to subscribe to get those for free in your inbox for one year. And if you're curious about us, you can find us over at restory.life where we look forward to hearing about how your marriage continues to grow. See you same time, same place next week.